0: Hi there, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. I'm Les Roberts.
1: And I'm Ann Elder.
0: And Anne, today we are going to talk about a film called Battle of the Sexes.
1: Are we going to have a Battle of the Sexes on this one?
0: We just might. We just might. Let's see. All right. The Battle of the Sexes, which is the title of the film, was inspired by the real-life Battle of the Sexes that happened in the 70s, a much-hyped tennis match between the best female tennis player in the world, Billie Jean King, and the retired but still excellent tennis star, Bobby Riggs. And the stuff that went on going toward this match was kind of amazing. I, I remember this very, very well.
1: Mm-hmm. took place in the 70s. In the 70s, 73. right.
0: Yep. Billie Jean King in this film was played by Emma Stone, and Steve Carell plays Bobby Reeks. I've got to tell you, Uh Emma Stone is an actress that I could sit and stare at all day long, no matter what she does. She is an amazing, intense, focused, talented, and delightful performer to watch. And I've always liked Steve Carell, too. And Steve Carell, plays Bobby Riggs as pretty much a bumbling clown. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is that that's what Bobby Riggs was uh, back in the 70s. Even
1: though he wasn't so bumbling on the tennis court.
0: No, he was a very good tennis player. Yes, he He's a was. very good tennis player. And by the way, the tennis that we see in this film between these two people who are not big tennis players in real life was excellent. And we had two directors, Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris, and I think they handled these two actors very, very well. As uh, most people know, at the time, uh, Billie Jean King was married. She was married to Larry King, played by Austin Stowell, which is probably the least interesting role I've ever seen. Mm
1: -hmm. I agree with you. He just had
0: nothing going for him at all. And Bobby Riggs was a huge gambler in real life, Uh and he gambled very, very often on his wife's money.
1: Yes, and she's played in this movie by Elizabeth Shue. And of course, she was a very wealthy society woman in her own right. And of course, Bobby Riggs knew to stay with a good thing, but uh, he almost blew the marriage right out of the water with his obsession. You know, I liked Emma Stone's characterization. I thought it was very accurate as Billie Jean King. And I know that it was accurate because I worked and had the privilege of working for and with Billie Jean King in the 80s. Oh. I produced two hour-long specials with Billie Jean called Women in Sports, and we paid tribute to some of the lesser-known people who uh, represented excellence in many different forms of sports, and Billie Jean was the, I would call her the host or the MC of that show. And I found her to be exactly the way she was portrayed in the movie, uncluttered, blunt, warm, but kind of aloof, plain-spoken, and very normal. I think that Billie Jean, because of the way she was raised, and I mean that uh, she was a prisoner in a sense of her athleticism. She led a very sheltered life. She never had any exposure to the real world. In fact, she was uh, living in a life of locker rooms and workouts, practices, tennis tourneys, a world of coaches, and rigorous discipline. And that kind of structure doesn't really allow a person to create a multifaceted persona. And in Billie Jean's case, she was anything but sophisticated. The reason I bring this up is that the marriage that she had with her husband, Larry, was one of convenience. She married him when she was very young, and he managed her career. The big part of this story has to do with not just the match between uh, Billie Jean and Bobby Riggs, but also the competition that went on between three of the main characters, and that would be Billie Jean, her husband Larry, and a beautiful, blonde, softly sexy hairdresser, female hairdresser from Canada known as Marilyn, who enters Billie Jean's life and actually turns it upside down. For the first time in, in her sheltered existence, Billie Jean feels something akin to true romance. And she is utterly captivated by this creature, uh, a person that she had never seen before anywhere in her life, and I believe that the naivete that she has is beautifully expressed on the screen. The innocence of this romance that she has with Marilyn is very, very tastefully done. I thought
0: so, too. And and I worried about that when I went to see the film. I thought, is this going to get cheesy and tacky? Not at all. It does not at all. By the way, uh, Marilyn is played by Andrea Riseborough, who is really very, very beautiful. And uh, I thought she performed the role very well because it was a tough thing for her to do.
1: I agree, and I think that she is the best cast person outside of Emma Stone, of course, in the movie, because I didn't think that the tertiary characters in this movie were very well done. Now, let me start right off with Steve Carell, because he's an actor that I love, and I admire his improvisational work. I think he's brilliant on screen, and he he has a subtlety in his work that is unmatched by most comedic character actors. In this movie, he can't quite figure out what the character Bobby Riggs is all about. And that means that at one moment, he's a publicity-seeking maniac, and another time, he's nothing more than a male chauvinist pig. Now, this is a problem, because if you can't get into the character of Bobby Riggs, and he plays him so sticky and sitcom I I didn't think it was remotely smart uh, in terms of the kind of work that I'm used to seeing Steve Carell do. So that was a problem that I have, and a big one. Then, I think this is important to bring up, I thought the fact that Billie Jean King, she agreed to do this battle of the sexes with Bobby Riggs not because she was a voice for feminism. And this is a mistake that a lot of people have. They thought, oh my gosh, Billie Jean represents feminists. You know, this is the greatest voice that the feminist movement had uh, back in the 70s. This was not the reason why she agreed to the match, folks. She agreed to it because she wanted to unseat the current reigning queen of the court, Margaret Court. And when Margaret Court lost to Bobby Riggs in a similar Battle of the Sexes match, then Billie Jean King moved in for the kill. And this was her way of saying, I'm number one, not Margaret Court. Now, the fact of the matter is that the side benefit of her doing the Battle of the Sexes was that she could prove that women were every bit as good as men, and she did An enormous amount for the benefit of women in tennis. And, of course, she elevated the Virginia Slims tennis circuit that featured women tennis players to the highest degree. They were now competitive with men. Definitely.
0: Now— There was another problem in this film for me, and I suppose it was true in its time as it is true now. But with the exception of Larry King, the husband played by Austin Stowell, and by Cuthbert Ted Tindling, who is played by Alan Cumming as a gay dress designer. Every other male in this film is a total male chauvinist pig. They go out of their way to be male chauvinist pigs. Listen, I was around in that time. I know there were a lot of guys like that, but there was nobody nearly as bad as Jack Kramer, who was played by Bill Pullman. And Jack Kramer was, at the time, the head of women's tennis.
1: And Jack Kramer, of course, along with Alan Cumming, they both are terrified that Billie Jean King will disclose her secret life. Now by this time Billie Jean has pretty much told her husband that the marriage is kaput and that she's going to continue her love relationship with uh, Marilyn the blonde hairdresser. But remember this was the 70s and there was no LGBT no, organization. Absolutely not. There was no way for someone on the level of Billie Jean to come out and disclose her sexual preference. This was a terrible, horrible secret that Billie Jean herself describes that she had to hold inside until 1981. And it was only when this uh, hairdresser in real life took Billie Jean to court to sue her for gallimony that Billie Jean then was forced to disclose this secret life that she had been living. It's so, that's so much more interesting than what I saw, because that's the true story, what I saw up on the screen. I thought this was kind of a cheap shot, if you will, at the true Billie Jean King, Bobby Riggs, Marilyn story. And I think they deserved all of them, a better movie, a better story, and one that was told with a great deal more class.
0: Well, I have to disagree with you here. Not really disagree with you. I did not know Billie Jean King personally at the time. Uh, I wasn't involved in this other than, oh boy, I can't wait to see this tennis match on television. But because I wasn't emotionally involved in real life, I was very emotionally involved in this film. I found myself hating all these terrible, terrible guys who really didn't think much of women at all. And so I I was very, very much on Billie Jean's side. So I really loved this movie.
1: Good. I'm glad you liked
0: it. I loved it because of what it showed about how women embraced Billie Jean King and the whole idea of women being just as good as men.
1: You know, it was another irony in this film, too. Not only did Billie Jean have to keep her secret life secret, but she couldn't stand the fact that anyone smoked. And here you have Virginia Slims sponsoring the tennis circuit for all of these women. And, you know, they would have pulled out their sponsorship had they known that she was a lesbian. I mean, it's just so incredible to me. But these are the points that would have made this film much more to- day, much more exciting, and it would have been much more relevant. As it turns out, it's kind of a sleepy movie. It's kind of a lazy, paint-by-the-numbers biopic. Yes, Emma Stone is very good. Shag hairdo and those uh, prim glasses that she wears. She looks exactly like Billie Jean King. She
0: did. She did. And
1: by the way, Billie Jean was a very pretty girl. Oh, yeah. uh, believe me, she was. I saw her up close without the glasses, and she was attractive and fun. But again, I just didn't think the movie was nearly as exciting as the true story that went on between Billie Jean, Marilyn, Bobby Riggs, Larry. And uh, by the way, there's another character in this movie. I think we just have to give a little shout out. Sarah Silverman, the stand-up comedian slash actress, plays Gladys Heldman. She's the founder of the famous Tennis Magazine. She has a cameo part. She's Okay. Again, I didn't think the screenwriter Simon Beaufoy, who gave us Slumdog Millionaire, got enough true, authentic kind of laughs that he might have wrung out of Steve Carell as Bobby Riggs. I know, I hate to say it, despite the game performance by the Oscar winner Emma Stone, Battle of the Sexes just didn't have enough spin on the ball for me to give it a do over. So, guess what? I hate to say it, folks, because I like Billie Jean King and I love Emma Stone, but Battle of Sexes, mm-mm, red light.
0: Oh, boy, Anne. I loved this film. I loved this film. I loved Emma Stone so much. And considering what is going on in the world right now, to me, it was very uplifting. Uh, So as a result of all that, Anne— I'm giving it a green light.
1: Wow, we are opposite ends today on many movies, aren't we?
0: (laughs) We still have a great time when we disagree, and we certainly did on this film. So, Battle of the Sexes gets a red light from Anne and a wonderful glowing green light from me. My name's Les Roberts.
1: And I'm Anne Elder.
0: And Greenlight Review hopes that the next time you have a battle of the sexes, it won't be in your own life. It will just be at the movies.